Welcome to Life Point Plus, a program dealing with marriages and family. We are so glad you're listening. Here's your host, pastor and teacher, Gary Moore. Welcome to Life Point Plus. I'm your host, Gary Moore. We are continuing to look at Dr. Willard F. Harley's work as published in his signature book, His Needs, Her Needs, Building an Affair-Proof Marriage. We closed last week's broadcast as we were looking at what he calls the four friends of intimate conversation. We looked at friends one and two. To refresh your memory, friend one is conversing to inform, investigate, and understand. Friend two is developing interest in each other's favorite topics of conversation. Friend three is balancing the conversation. Dr. Harley says that balance is the first rule of etiquette for intimate conversation. Much has been written about being a good listener, but being a good talker is just as important. That's why Dr. Harley's first friend of intimate conversation was informing and investigating. You give and you receive information. Unless conversation is balanced in this way, it's not intimate conversation. Some spouses ruin balance with the bad habit of interrupting. Before the other spouse can finish a thought, they break in with one of their own. Not only is this habit bad conversational etiquette, but it also prevents those who are somewhat introverted from remembering where their thought was taking them. Interruptions can put an end to an otherwise enjoyable conversation. Those who monopolize conversation create an unwanted habit in their spouses, and that is silence. Therefore, if you want a good conversation, be sensitive to each other's right to have the floor. It may take your spouse two or three seconds to begin a sentence, but allow whatever time is necessary. And also remember to wait until your spouse completes a thought before commenting on it. Well, friend number four is giving each other undivided attention. One of the quickest ways for a husband to infuriate his wife is to carry on a conversation with her while he's watching football. She becomes upset because he's not paying attention to what she is saying. He's more interested in the football game. She's offended because he has broken the second rule of etiquette required for intimate conversation and that is undivided attention. Dr. Harley says that part of the reason undivided attention is lacking in the conversation of so many couples is that the other friends of intimate conversation are missing. They are not talking about each other or about topics of mutual interest. And the conversation is not balanced. Usually, only the wife is doing the talking. But that said... Undivided attention will probably require practice, especially for us men. This is because, in general, women are multitaskers and we men are single-taskers. A man will have to stop doing what he's doing in order to give his wife undivided attention. Guys, that means stop what you're doing. Turn toward your wife and make eye contact while she is talking so she can see that you're listening and continue your eye contact when you're responding. This is a crucial area that needs mutual understanding. 
Ladies, you need to realize that your husband, if he's a typical man, does only one thing at a time. Instead of assuming that he's listening or getting upset because he seems to be ignoring you, it might be better to ask, is this a good time to talk before you begin? And if he's watching a football game, halftime might be a better time to ask the question. And guys, don't just nod your head and grunt while you continue to do whatever it is you're doing. She knows you're not listening and that she doesn't have your undivided attention. Well, how do you compensate for careers that require overnight travel? Today, this happens to both men and women. First, remember that overnight travel makes it difficult to remain emotionally bonded. And when both spouses travel regularly, it becomes twice as hard. Fortunately, we have more and better ways to communicate. Phone calls, texting, and FaceTiming, just to name a few. But even if a husband calls home every night, when he returns, it's quite common for his wife to need a day or two to reestablish the routine and bonding she had before he left. Dr. Harley recommends that on returning from a trip, a couple arrange for childcare and spend at least four hours together simply to reconnect. The time should be spent being affectionate and talking to each other. From his counseling experience, he says that without that time together, it can take days before she feels close enough to make love, and by then he's off on another trip. In general, jobs that require a lot of travel negatively affect marriages. The in-and-out pattern of the spouse on the move makes it difficult to maintain a sense of oneness, particularly for the woman. These marriages require special intentionality to protect themselves from affairs. A caring husband converses with his wife in a way that enables her to reveal her deepest feelings. Through conversation, he learns to meet many of her needs. But interestingly enough, guys, the conversation itself meets one of her most important marital needs. She simply wants him to talk to her. Well, Dr. Hartley lists several of the ways you can care for your spouse with intimate conversation. Number one, remember how it was when you were dating. You both still need to exhibit that same intense interest in each other and in what you have to say, especially about your feelings. Number two, a woman has a profound need to engage in conversation about her concerns and interests with someone who, in her view, cares deeply about her. Number three, men, if your job keeps you away from home overnight for several days, Dr. Harley strongly suggests you think about changing jobs. If you cannot, find ways to restore the intimacy of your marriage each time you return from an absence so that your wife can begin to feel comfortable with you again. If the wife does most of the traveling, the same principle applies. Number four, get into the habit of spending 15 hours each week alone with your spouse, giving each other undivided attention. Spend much of this time in intimate conversation. Number five. Remember, most women fall in love with men who set aside time to share conversation and affection with them. 
They stay in love with men who continue to meet those needs. Number six, financial considerations should not prevent you from meeting your wife's need for intimate conversation. If your job doesn't give you enough time to be alone to talk, it is ruining your marriage. Your job should serve your marriage, not vice versa. Number seven, never make demands on each other. Number eight, never be disrespectful to each other. Respect your spouse's feelings and opinions, especially when yours are different. Number nine, never say anything to each other when you are angry. Number ten, never remind each other of past mistakes or dwell on present mistakes. Number eleven, use your conversation to inform, investigate, and understand each other. Number twelve, Develop interest in each other's favorite topics of conversation. Number 13. Learn to balance your conversation. Avoid interrupting each other and try to give each other the same amount of time to talk. Number 14. Give each other your undivided attention during conversation. You know, when a husband meets his wife's need for conversation... They come to understand each other more clearly and learn what it takes to meet other basic needs. This, in turn, enables you to make massive love bank deposits into each other's love banks, which creates and sustains your romantic love for each other. Intimate conversation really makes you irresistible. As we finish talking about this second emotional need for her, intimate conversation, Dr. Harley has some questions for us to ponder. First, three questions for the guys. Number one, do you spend enough time talking to your wife about her personal concerns? Do you give her at least 15 hours of your undivided attention each week? If not, why not? Number two, do you try to develop a better understanding of your wife's favorite topics of conversation? How can you improve? Number three, are you guilty of any enemies of intimate conversation? If so, how can you change? Now three questions for the ladies. Number one, do you miss the quality of conversation you had while you were dating? If so, what can you do to help restore it? Number two, if you are separated overnight for a few days, do you feel disconnected from your husband? Would a few hours of re-entry help when you are first reunited? Number three, what interests do you and your husband have in common? What can you do to develop your understanding of his favorite topics of conversation? And then for both the guys and the gals, Dr. Harley has these things to consider together. Number one, do the enemies of intimate conversation prevent you from talking to each other as often as you should? If so, what can you do to eliminate them? Number two, do the friends of intimate conversation dominate the way you talk to each other? Well, our time is gone for today. I invite you to join me on Monday mornings at 10 a.m. on my Mutual Understanding Method Facebook page for some live teaching on relationships. If you're not a Facebook user, or if the time is inconvenient, you can go to my website, mutualunderstanding.net, 
and click on the Mum Live tab to view the recorded teachings. Be safe and have a great weekend. God bless. Thank you for listening today. This program is brought to you by Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like to reach Pastor Gary, please email him at pastorgary at cloverdalechurch.org. To know more about the church, go to our website at www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thanks for listening and be blessed.